All our lives, we're programmed from buying into other people's beliefs and limiting views of the world, and then we make them our own truths. Extraordinary Life Podcast is here to offer new perspectives that serve you and obliterate the ones that don't. Are you going to let other people's limits hold you back from your extraordinary life? Hey, Jennifer Merrifield here. Welcome back. This is episode two of Extraordinary Life Podcast. And today I want to talk about boundaries. This episode is dedicated to the overly nice people, the people pleasers, the people who put themselves at the bottom of the list. They're always saying yes. They're really nice. And, uh, you know, the people that we can count on that, um, you know, always do great things, but maybe they're not really feeling so good about doing all these things. And I would like to say that I am a self professed, reformed people pleaser, big time. I used to be that person. The thing with boundaries that makes them tricky is that we don't see boundary issues as boundary issues when they're when we're the ones having them. We see it as we're being nice, we're being respectful, we're doing the the right thing. But if we're feeling resentment any, in any way, if we're feeling overwhelm in our life, if we're feeling that our needs, our self-care needs are not really up to par and we need more rest, we need more self-care in some way, there's pretty likely a boundary issue going on there. So why? Like why, why do we do this? Why do we say yes when we want to say no? It comes down to wanting to be liked, wanting to be appreciated. If we don't have a really good, healthy amount of self-appreciation, self-love and self-worth, we're going to still need to get that, but we're going to seek it externally. We're going to try to find the external validation that we're not giving ourselves. You know, think about it. We grow up learning to put other people first. We learn to respect our elders, say yes, uh, you know, don't object if you're speaking to an adult or someone in authority. Say this, don't say that, wear this, don't wear that. It's not so much about what feels right to us as much as what other people will will think of us. I mean, even things like, you know, hugging, you know, saying hello, giving a hug or a kiss to someone out of respect if we're not feeling comfortable with it. What about when our parents would say things, you know, if they were upset with us and then would say things like, what are the neighbors going to think? Or don't embarrass me. You know, we're taught to be different around other people. We learn to put others first and appease them because it's it's not so much what our needs are. It's more what, uh, you know, it matters more what other people will think and how we show up to them. So, you know, we see our parents come home from work and then they change into what they would rather be wearing. They relax, they, you know, maybe gossip or talk about other people and and what went wrong, but how they maybe don't like their jobs, but they can't leave. Or they don't like their boss, but they should be nice anyway. They wish they made more money, but they're, you know, we when we hear these things, it teaches us to fear the opinions of others, to not believe in ourselves and not really know what, um, you know, what, 
what our boundaries are. The problem is that when our personal boundaries are fuzzy, we don't know what we actually want because we're always considering other people's perspectives. And I mean, think about it. If we're all feeling the same way, if if everyone's worried about everyone else's opinions, like what even is <laughs> what even is anyone's actual opinion, right? So we end up doing what other people want, you know, and we eventually get to a place where we're feeling resentful or we get sad or angry. We're unsatisfied and unfulfilled, but we look really good. I mean, there are a lot of unhappy people walking around looking really happy because we know how we're supposed to show up. We, you know, we know that we would rather pretend than be transparent and be potentially, um, you know, not looked upon favorably by other people. We teach people how to treat us. So nothing is ever going to change unless we change first. We got to change our perspective or we've got to change our opinion. We've got to change our actions, you know, in order for something else to happen, in order to, to not have this resentment later. It's not fair to resent somebody else when we've taught them that that's what's to expect from us. Um, If in our head we're saying no, but out of our mouth we're saying yes, that's what people are going to expect from us. And then later when the resentment and the complaining comes up, we kind of walked right into that, didn't we? And again, like I said, there's a lot of different examples where this shows up in your life and maybe you can notice it now when it comes up a little bit more so that you have that opportunity to make some changes. That fear of not being accepted or not being liked is why we're afraid to say no or why we don't say no oftentimes. And the the stronger boundaries that we have, the more true that we are to ourselves in our thoughts and then how we then express them and feel comfortable to actually be transparent and to own the fact that we you know, what we want to do or don't want to do and and what those boundaries are. I mean, think of someone you know where no just means no. There's a respect that we have for them, isn't there, where we might not like the fact that they say no to us, but we honor and respect that that's their truth. And then think of someone who, you know, if you ask them Uh, to help you out with something and you just know they'll drop everything and make it happen and they'll fit it in. They may or may not be excited about it, but there's kind of a little less respect for that person, isn't there? I mean, we appreciate it. Of course we do. But there's, you know, when you take the contrast of each of those examples, you can really notice where their boundaries are. That's the thing. If we're worried people are not going to hurt, uh, sorry, people are not going to like us or we're going to hurt their feelings or they're going to be disappointed, there's a much stronger chance that we're going to cave in and then later on regret it and feel bad that we made that choice. And then sometimes, you know, if we're kind of the grumpy type, then that's when we'll, you know, put the, we're not going to want to feel bad about ourselves. So we'll put the blame outside. We'll try to find blame in other people for, pressuring us or, or, you know, whatever. The great thing is that this is learned behavior. It's very much learned behavior and any learned behavior can be unlearned. This is, this is the gold in all of this. We have to be that person that no means no. Okay. So some solutions, here's what you can do. 
The first thing you got to do is you've got to be clear on where your boundaries are. But if you're the kind of person that you aren't really sure where they are because of your past programming, you're not going to know. You're not going to know where those boundaries are and how to even come up with this. So think of the things that are really important to you, like money, your beliefs, your body, your time, what you want, what you don't want. But think of all these things in terms of how they're important to you according to you, not according to what you what should be the way they're important to you or what TV or, or social media or your parents, but according to you, you know, go, go to your heart and ask, where's that line of where it feels good and then good and right. And then where it doesn't feel good anymore, according to your boundaries. So you say, okay, let's go with money, for instance, and say you, um, start with zero. How much money am I comfortable to donate uh, let's say this month. Um, start with zero. Does it feel comfortable not to donate any, donate any money this month? Yeah, that feels comfortable. Sure. How about a hundred dollars? Does it feel comfortable to donate a hundred dollars this month? Mm, maybe not. No, that doesn't feel that comfortable. So then back it up a little bit. Test again. How about fifty dollars? Does that feel comfortable? Mm, well, maybe, maybe not. You know, and then just keep going back until you get to a, comp- a number that feels comfortable that feels like okay I am good with this when you know in advance uh, when you're prepared in advance with knowing what your boundaries are then while you're in that sticky place of having to make that decision where you feel like oh god I should say yes that's when you go back in your mind and go wait a second I already decided what the answer is so that I would know in my weak moment what to do and what to say what is it and pull up that answer and then that's what you have to practice no matter what it's the NMW the no matter what no matter what because you're going to be tested and you're going to you're going to find reasons to go against that so so having that in in advance will be very beneficial to you. Strong boundaries are one of the core virtues of personal excellence that can make very positive changes very quickly in your life for you. The no matter what is so key to building the momentum to making that a habit for you. You know, when you get to the grocery store line when it's your turn and right at the end your groceries are through you're about to pay and the cashier looks at you and says um would you like to donate one dollar to the bleeding children's puppy on fire guilt 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 foundation <laughs> you know what i mean right where it's that like there it makes it makes no sense not to say yes and it's so perfectly marketed it's brilliant actually This is when you got to go back in your mind and remember that, no, I will not go against, I was not going to donate any more money. I'm not going to do it. But your mind's going to go through this little process where 
you're you're gonna you know think about the person behind you in line they're looking at you they're judging you they are wondering if you're broke and pathetic you can't even afford a dollar this is a good cause you know we're thinking the worst of what people might be how people might be judging us and then you know you're look the the cashier's just looking at you it's like that suspended moment in time just waiting for you to step up what are you gonna say The thing is you have to go back to that no matter what to build that momentum and you have to say, no, thank you. The key is to say it and then do a new action. So either turn away and start bagging your groceries or turn away and talk on, pretend you're talking on your phone or texting, but don't leave yourself open for a discussion. You've got to build that muscle. It's like when you go to the gym, if you if you don't work out your muscles, they're gonna eventually gonna atrophy. You have to practice, you have to continue, you have to go back every week and you have to continue to work them to build the muscle. It's the same with the boundaries muscle. You have to practice all the time. You can't allow your mind to justify even one dollar outside of your boundaries, where your money boundaries are, because uh, that muscle is going to atrophy. You're going to have to start all over again. You're going to want, you know, to justify the, you're going to want to say, it's only a dollar. It's no big deal. Just go ahead and just do it. You're going to want to justify to the clerk, maybe, oh, I, you know, I would, but I don't have any change or, you know, whatever you're going to, you're going to want to justify all these reasons, but justifying happens when we don't fully believe in or don't feel comfortable about something we're expressing. If I believe in something, I don't need to justify it. Think about that person that we talked about earlier where no just means no. They say no, thank you very gracefully and they carry on. There's no justifying going on there, right? You gotta be that person. When we justify, we open ourselves up for engagement. We can get cornered. You know, it's where um, we're almost inviting someone to ask us and continue pushing. So we've got to talk less, not engage, carry ourselves with grace and integrity and move on from there. It's not going to feel natural if you haven't really defined your boundaries so much until now, but you got to just practice the no matter what, don't cave in, try not to justify, and just really remember simplicity. No, thank you. Thank you. No, I'm sorry. No, Uh, you know, and just, and then carry on and continue on from there. You know, since our, our boundaries always include other people, you're going to find it the hardest with people you love, people you like, people you know and associate with on a regular basis. Because we as humans get uncomfortable with change. We all do. It's like, you know, you go day in and day out, the regular routine, things you, we have expectations and we know sort of mostly what's coming. And then something is different. It's like, what is going on here? And we're, we don't really, you know, we're going to, we're going to sort of push away from that at first. When we show up in our lives in a different way, because we're trying for personal growth in some way, the people around us are going to do the same thing. There's going to be a, you know, like a magnifying glass. What is going on? I don't, not sure if I like this, but think of like what Dr. Seuss says, those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. So in other words, People who matter, people who really will step up for you in life will eventually support you. And the people who are afraid of change because they, they're making it about them will try to hold you down and they won't want you to change. 
those are the toxic people. And they're, you know, those are the people, it's kind of a good thing to notice when people don't step up for you in that way, then you know where to focus your energy and who to spend your time with. Because people are either going to step up or they're going to step out or they're going to try to keep you down and then you get to step up or step out. But here's the thing, you are only responsible for yourself. You are not responsible for other people's happiness. And soon enough, it's going to be your new normal and people will you just all of a sudden have a new assumption for you. It just just think about it. That's what happens, right? And do you have kids? If you have kids, this, you know, when you show up being an example of having boundaries, it's a way to teach them how to think, not what to think. Then they don't need to unlearn this stuff later. No matter what we say, we can talk and talk and talk, but if we behave in a different way, that's what they're going to learn. That's how they're going to you know, express themselves in their lives. So I have, uh, I have two girls, twins, and they're in their 20s now, but you know, throughout their lives, I didn't always know what I was doing. I made a ton of mistakes. I mean, we just do. We, we learn as we go. And you know, the one thing that I was taught from, a, from a, as a very you know, early on in me as a mom was to always love them even when I didn't love their behavior. And I made sure that I expressed that to them. And when I was frustrated with with them, I would always say, I love you. I don't love this behavior. And you don't always have to love my behavior and call me on it. And <laughs> sometimes they were, you know, better at calling me on it than I wanted them to be. But the good thing was we always talked it out. And eventually we always took ownership of our stuff. And it was, you know, it's great. We are so close right now. And I'm so unbelievably fortunate for the relationship I have with my girls. And even in, you know, some, uh, you know, there was some teen years that were a little more challenging than others. You know, we always got through it. We always were able to have open dialogue and discussion because it was around allowing ourselves to be who we wanted to uh, be and appreciating each other for our differences. And I mean, the other thing was I used to joke with them that, I'm doing the best I can. I certainly would change some things if I could go back. I can't go back. So how about if I pay for half your therapy when you're an adult one day? So what do you think it is that makes us able to maintain strong boundaries? You're going to hear me say this a lot. The answer is self-clarity and self-love. Self-clarity and self-love are the foundation to having an extraordinary life. And either of them will give the either more. Wait, what am I trying to say here? If you have a lot of self-clarity, if you start noticing and learning things about yourself and your past programming and where you're getting it from, when you get clear on what that is, you're able to look at it from a perspective of not so much judgment and being upset with yourself for, you know, not being a way that you wish you were, but you, you see it in a way of, oh, I get it. I get why I did those things that didn't serve me. Oh my gosh. And now I have the opportunity to change that, bah, the opportunity to change that. And that just 
brings you self-love. It's just like, oh, I love myself. This it wasn't my fault. I get to change now. And then the other side of it is if you have self-love, if you feel appreciation for yourself, it's going to give you more self-clarity. It's going to give you that opportunity to really see yourself. And so both of them sort of like bounce off each other to help you grow and, and create more extraordinary in your life. You can't not have solid boundaries if you love yourself because love loving yourself knows to put yourself first and that's not a selfish thing it's an important thing because you being the best version of you makes other people able to be the best version of themselves or able might not be the right word but it's an example of how how to be and it's just more fun to be around think about the people you know who are uh, you know, who have very weak boundaries, not a lot of self-love. It's it's uncomfortable to be around them, but the ones who love themselves really love others. The ones who have boundaries really respect other people's boundaries. And so that's that gives you permission to have those things for yourself as well. So where would you like to build your boundary muscles? And what would you love to commit to start doing right now so that you can get past the sting of the uncomfortable parts that come with it until you practice and practice to get to that new normal. I believe in you. Thanks so much for listening. If you know someone who would love this podcast, please share it with them. And in the meantime, give me a follow so you don't miss any episodes of your own. Until next time, this is Jennifer Merrifield, personal excellence mentor and coach, wishing you an extraordinary day.